recording well welcome back to the podcast hello 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 um so at this moment i am going to record about um the concept of trust so i was watching um a youtube channel it's new to me, but it looks like it's been around a really long time. Um, and as I'm seeing this, I am noticing I do not know the pronunciation of this name, but I just subscribed. The YouTuber's name and channel name is Thorea Maranesi. Thorea Maranesi, so T H O R A Y A, and then M A R O N E S Y, Thorea Maranesi. Um, so this person, um, I'm going to assume. I'm making assumptions here that their pronouns are she, her. Um, so, Thorea, um, I hope I'm saying that right. I'm going to sound so, like, ignorant if I'm not. Like, I haven't listened to so much of it, but I found it very touching what I did listen to. Um... So I'm trying to go back there on YouTube, on my phone, while I'm recording on Anchor, and see if I can even, um, click. (laughs) Oh my gosh. Uh, okay. So, the name of of the series, um, that she's doing is, is called, Would You Like to Have Some Tea With Me? And the first one that I saw um, was an episode of her, uh, of Thorea, at Kate Sessions Park. So I was introduced to that park by some previous co-workers who kind of had like a kickback um, for their clinic um, at that park. And then I knew some of the people and they kind of invited me to drop in and like meet some of um, that staff crowd and so I kind of wanted to mingle and meet with them and so I I did um, and met some really cool people at that park and it was a really chill spot you can see like when you're at the hill part when you're up the hill um, and there's good parking um, you can park all along the sides of the main road driving that drives in Uh, There's bathrooms there. Uh, It's a wide open space. There's people with like animals playing frisbee and people tossing around footballs. And it's kind of on a hill. And you can see if you're facing uh, towards looking downhill, you can see like the city, um, the the ocean, like the water, the bay. Um, 
very very beautiful space and it's free the parking is free and so Thorea was going around asking people these questions about their lives um not so much in the typical youtuber way that was that's usually like interviewing people as they're passing by on the street like kate sessions people come there at the very least um i mean as far as movement at the at the i don't want to say at the very least i guess um movement wise at the very um at the very least of you know sitting still in one spot you know they might be exercising playing sports um that kind of thing but usually people aren't just like walking paths like they would from like the post office or something where you go in the post office you you know pay for something to get shipped and then you just walk out and you're going to your car and then a youtuber like catches you you know it's not like that like you're not just like running a quick errand you're usually there for like a purpose um and so people who go there that chill that sit there you know they're usually just like lounging around and um it's a cool spot to just kind of lounge and talk and picnic and whatever you want to do um and so Thorea has this uh um series called would you like to have some tea with me where she has a blanket with some brewed tea or some hot water and then um she asks people you, you know with a variety of teas being there like would you like to have um some tea with me and the ones who say yes they get on the film and she um you know has a cup for them and they choose which tea they want and they brew it and talk and you know have the tea and you know uh the questions are pretty um you know they create like a sense of authenticity and um they're not really like superficial type questions and so that's what kind of drew me to the channel to the videos um and so you know it was something as simple as like you know when people ask you um how are you doing and you know usually you know it's usually acceptable to just be like i'm good i'm feeling good i'm doing okay you know um or if you're not you say some other thing but usually people are like eh, i'm all right or they're like eh, like today's like yeah whatever you know but usually people don't answer the question they don't usually like give you kind of what their uh, response is um but you know that led me to kind of thinking about like different topics about trust and so you know we kind of decide how or when we're gonna have a wall up we either consciously decide this or we unconsciously decide this right and this can be with relationships who are you know partners that we have or uh, spouses or someone we're dating or someone we're interested in dating or someone we're seeing if we're gonna date them or work colleagues 
um, or friends or strangers. Now, these groups, these types of people are not completely separate. Like you can have a like an intimate relationship with a coworker. You can have, you know, um, uh, people you work with who are also very close friends. Um, um, you might have a poly relationship with a few people you work with and some of them are friends as well. I mean, I don't really know. That's possible though. Um, but yeah, like when it comes to trust, that's something that, you know, we all have to, uh, not have to, but we all probably find ourselves thinking on that level of like, okay, like, do I trust this person with this information? Like, if I'm answering, how's my day, do I trust them? If I'm answering, how's my, um, week, you know, do I trust them? If I'm talking about, you know, someone in my life that I need to forgive, is this even a conversation I'm going to have with this person, um, or not? Like, do I draw, like, a, a strict line because this person's in this category and they're not in that category? Like, they're not family, they're not friends, they're co-workers, and so I don't share this or that, um, or the other way around, you know, like, some people might share more with their friends than they do with their family, and things like that, um, and so, just keeping all that in mind, you know, the types of questions that might be, that might come up, that might be asked, um, it's, kind of a a little bit of a tricky process to um decide how to respond um and how we'd be comfortable responding based on how we trust and how we kind of decide who we talk to from what categories in our lives I mean I'm pretty sure there are some people who are just open about everything with everybody uh, I am not one of those people, and so I'll kind of uh, explain that a little bit, because um, I'm pretty sure I'm not the only one, but I am pretty, you know, compartmentalized with a lot of stuff, um, and it's not, it's, I mean, it's, yeah, it is definitely, like, a way to, like, protect myself in certain areas to you know, not reveal certain stuff that I'm not comfortable revealing in certain settings or with certain people because some people I don't really want in certain parts of my life. Like, I don't want them in there, so I just don't involve them in it. Um, so yeah. Alright guys, so, um... A little more detailed, um, tailored to, um, hempication on this podcast, you know, if you're liking what you hear, if you like topics like, um, recommendations of YouTubers or podcasts, if you like topics like, you know, about trust and authentic relationships, um, and we're going to talk about trust and authentic relationships um, 
specifically with like um, topics like spirituality um, go ahead and subscribe and share um, this episode with somebody who you think might actually like topics about either uh, YouTube recommendations regarding topics about spirituality and trust or topics about, you know, even podcast um, recommendations about, you know, um, spirituality type of topics or um, just general, even not recommendations, but just topics like, you know, about cannabis and THC and you know, kind of, uh, you know, plant medicine and those types of, uh, topics, um, sometimes they do kind of lead us into this kind of, uh, path of thinking about the universe and spirituality and all sorts of other things, um, and so if you know someone interested, go ahead and share this content with them, and we'll get deeper into, you know, that kind of area of talking about, um, you know, trust, you know, in friendships and relationships and, you know, how that kind of plays a role in, in like spirituality and different things. Um, so I'm sharing my own examples. Um, just, I would say for me overall, how this kind of comes up is, um, with topics like plant medicine, so, you know, there's different categories, but I would say, like, natural types of, um, medicines or, um, remedies that help you to, um, uh, feel or think in a way that you prefer or feel like you need to um get to that to that kind of uh an experience so that you can you know work through some other stuff or work on something currently or get deeper into something that you're um already you know trying to challenge yourself about um so when I talk about plant medicine, it it's kind of one of those topics that's like, you know, people see it in different ways. They think about it in different ways, um, but not everything has to really be a plant. I mean, I just think about natural medicine in general, just things that are just naturally from the earth. Um, so, for example, you know, psilocybin, shrooms, magic mushrooms, whatever people want to call them, you know. Um, they've been around, you know, and people have eaten them for ages and, um, you know, there are multiple different strains from multiple different places in the world and multiple different effects of like eating fungi. Not all of it is uh, psychedelic, um, some of it, you know, just has other health benefits in general. For example, lion's mane, you know, it helps with uh, focus, with, you know, calmness. You can even think of things like cacao. Um, 
you know, that kind of helps with the calm, focused energy, um, caffeine, that kind of helps with a more like uh, wiry kind of energy. Uh, cannabis kind of helps with a kind of more settled energy and there's other stuff like combo um you know different sorts of teas and then just in general eating healthy you know natural non-processed foods that's its own style of you know just keeping the body you know nourished um and the mind nourished just in general right like how much natural stuff is being consumed versus like bags of doritos or um, something that was never handmade and it was just all from a machine the whole entire time and it never was growing on the earth ever um, you know that's not natural if it was in a factory um, you know from start to finish you know that's not natural and so um, yeah just things that kind of overall were growing you know, they had to be planted somehow, or they got planted, they germinated, they sprouted, they produced, and, you know, they had seeds that got spread, and they reproduced, and we ate of them, and at a basic level, they do, you know, just, you know, curb your hunger cravings, and help you to get, you know, nourishment, and be full or at least uh, satisfied with food because we need food regularly Um, or well I guess breatharians might argue that but you know and hydration and things like that but um, and just sun and natural air and everything so that's one thing and another thing is um, just general um, you know, things that, you know, might produce a different type of effect, like the ones I was talking about, everything from, you know, caffeine and cacao, you can find those in a lot of things, uh, and a lot of, uh, you know, products that you might purchase or that you might just get them raw and want to make something with it, uh, tea, coffee, that kind of stuff or you know psychedelics or hallucinogenics and things like that like in those categories but they still might be just growing out in nature or from a certain animal that produces a certain thing um like uh the frog venom and that kind of stuff like um you know there's a lot of ceremonies surrounding a lot of these things cacao has ceremonies uh, yerba mate, you know, with the tea, like, just different sorts of, uh, um, ceremonies, and, uh, uh, those can be important to people, but, um, okay, so talking about my own experience, when it comes to, well, I'm not gonna talk about every experience, but, um, when it comes to, um, my own like levels of trust with these types of topics like spirituality and plant medicine and um, you know psychedelics and things like that I do not share that with just any old pop person um, the people who know those things about me um, 
they know them because we're close. If they don't know about it, then that means that I don't trust them. That's just plain and simple how that is. <laughs> um, you know, and usually it's like I'm not really needing somebody to be like fully aware of uh of what I know like uh, like fully like you know educated about it or believe exactly the same or like like using the same products and things like that like you know it doesn't have to be that way um I don't need that to happen even though it's nice when we kind of connect on that level but you know plenty of people aren't really into that kind of stuff and they all have their own personal reasons why I mean I have my own personal reasons why I don't do coke or meth or whatever you know like there's certain stuff I don't do and you know I kind of get it but um yeah there's certain stuff I don't do um that I usually probably would do um like not not would do but there's certain stuff I I don't do that other people I know would do um or do actually do and I'm just like not into it I'm kind of a little I'm a little conflicted with alcohol honestly because um honestly alcohol is something that actually changed my social life a lot for the better which is something that I didn't really notice before. So, for example, you know, for religious reasons, I didn't used to go to bars or clubs. Um, you know, I might go to a club if it was like a graduation party was there or like, you know, a wedding reception or like something specific, but not just like for fun because it's Saturday night or Friday night or Wednesday night or whatever. And I just want to go out and you know with friends or meeting people or whatever i wouldn't normally do that um just by myself you know i wouldn't normally just be like doing that um just well i might go by myself but i wouldn't normally just be like doing that when i was kind of in a religious lifestyle um because you know i was just taught a certain way about it and i just also didn't really hang out with a lot of people who did that but when I moved to San Diego, you know, I met a lot of people who did do those kind of things and hung around bars a lot and got drinks and we take them, you know, to the dorms or each other's houses or whatever and we drink. And, you know, I noticed, you know, it kind of changed the social atmosphere and not for the worse. You know, I was always taught that things would be bad if I was around people who were drinking and they only really taught us about like the negative aspects of like alcohol and things like that but most of the people I know most of the time were very controlled and weren't like doing reckless 
things. Like, there was a little bit of reckless stuff, but there was nothing, like, out of hand. Like, people, like, brawling with people, like, hitting each other or, you know, cussing somebody out or, like, being, like, out of control. You know, nobody was, like, you know, people would be, like, really wasted, but, you know, nobody was really, you know doing some stupid thing like yelling at strangers like at the most somebody would get really sick and start vomiting or like um you know most of us just kind of knew you know when I hit a certain level that I didn't really mean to get to I'm gonna exit stage left uber out see you later you know like we would exit ourselves from the situation if we started feeling a little bit like ooh, I can't really control myself so easily like my marker was always you know when I would start getting really direct and kind of like abrupt with people then I started noticing all right I need to stop drinking because um it's making me a little insensitive and I would just be kind of like like I remember a specific example one of my friends was talking about how they um how they don't I can't remember exactly now I remember I mentioned something about Mormons but they were saying how like they don't this friend was saying how they don't um date in poly relationships because you know they didn't want to potentially contract like a an STD or something like it it's a higher risk of being sexually active with people who are also being sexually active with multiple other people and then they were like what's that kind of lifestyle like polygamist or or like and i was like you know like they were like who who are those people that are like polygamists and you know i was like mormons you know like just like the way i said it was really kind of like rude and i kind of realized it with their like facial expression that was kind of being a jerk but I also was like you know that was probably one of the last times that I remember being okay with drinking and then I was kind of like from that point on I pretty much was like you know that level of drinking for me is just definitely not for me and then you know, because I was drinking so often, when I would go out, I kind of noticed people were kind of saying that I was, like, a little bit direct, and I was like, I don't really like that either, because, you know, I grew around people who were pretty direct, and I didn't like how they were reacting, so I was like, I never really want to be like that, so, like, not that there's anything wrong with being direct, but it's like, when you're doing it out of, like, irritation, that's a little different, I think, like kind of like in a condescending way like you're bothering me because you don't know this and so I'm gonna reply in this direct manner and you know it's hurtful towards people I don't think it's nice um so I don't prefer being that way and you know so that was one thing that kind of made me want to dial back drinking and just in general like I feel like I'm not as connected with my emotions like I I'm more um uh, word vomity, like, I'm more, like, likely to just, like, spill, spill the tea kind of thing, like, uh, I'm more likely to kind of dish, uh, more, it's easier for me to kind of dish, but it's, 
I feel like I'm not like in touch with my emotions when I'm doing it. I'm just kind of like telling the story, but I'm not like telling it from a place that I'm like, like connected to it emotionally at all. Um, so that's kind of my relationship with alcohol, but I am a little conflicted with it because I notice like most of the people I know drink most of the places where I still hang out often is, uh, um, bars, clubs, um, and the hard part about that for me is that I do find it hard to kind of build, like, an authentic connection with people when I'm, when I'm, you know, just partying all the time. Like, I love partying, and it's kind of fun to have little experiences and stories with people that, you know, it's just between us, and, like, this thing happened, and it was fun and exciting and a little wild or whatever. But I feel like when it's, like, multiple times a week, every single week, and then we don't really connect otherwise, that kind of gets a little, like, hard for me. Um, So I kind of you know, do like a balance with things and I, um, I, um, don't really like to, um, like I don't really like to Um, sorry, I kind of forgot my train of thought there. You know, I I kind of don't like to only party all the time. Just like, it's kind of like opposite of how I was when I was, you know, living a religious lifestyle. You know, I didn't really like that all we did was hang out at church all the time. And, you know, after Sabbath was finally over, we would go somewhere with the pastors and hang out and like it was fun but it was never like we never were partying we were never dancing we were never drinking we were never doing anything we were I mean it was fun but it was like at the same time it's like we couldn't really have deep conversations about stuff because of the judgment like so even if I had something going on like for example if I had like a um like, uh, I'm trying to think of an example, like, okay, an example is, you know, there was somebody at one point that I was dating someone kind of casually, but nicely, you know, um, and we lived far, but, um, still in the same city. I mean, LA is humongous. So like you can still live in LA and still live like over an hour of a drive from each other. So just cause of traffic, you know, like it could be like a 30 minute drive at like midnight, or it could be like, you know, an hour or an hour, 15 minutes, you know, on a regular time of daylight. So, um, you know, the traffic kind of sets the tone for social life a lot of times and depending on your financial and time and busyness situation 
and that of the other person, it might be a little bit of a challenge. But, you know, I was... Um... I'm trying to describe the situation. So, okay. <laughs> okay. So, there was a person that I was dating that my that lived a little far. And when I was hanging out with my church friends, and only my church friends, um, we were hanging out at church once, and I had a date coming, you know, to pick me up there. And the rest of my friends, I was going to come back. Because, you know, we'd hang out till like, 3 in the morning. So I was like, well, I'm just going to come back, and we're going to go out, and then I'll be back. I mean, I'm sure you guys are still going to be here. So, you know, I left, left my car, and then when the person came and dropped me back off, um, one of my nosy friends um, decided to come out and kind of interrupt, you know, when we were kind of saying our goodbyes. Um, and it was kind of like, for me, it was like nosy kind of an invasion of privacy. Like I knew they were there, but they were kind of being like a little intrusive. Um, so that was one example where it was kind of like, I couldn't really be like, dude, like go away. You know what I mean? And then there was another time where I was kind of like, um, you know, there was somebody that I was kind of like a little flirty with, but they were a church member and we were both really into like graphic design and like art and music and computers and video games and we would totally geek out and we had a lot of good fun and I remember once being like really flirty with this person over maybe like a a few week period of time and we were playing video games like outside after sabbath like on one of the pews outside of the church like there were some extra pews that they just put out along the outside uh parking lot kind of area so that people could kind of sit if they were out outside like right outside the building um they weren't like nice for like anything but like you know it was seating to sit down and hang out and so we sat down we were like hanging out playing with a I don't remember what the system was it was like a handheld one and we were like talking about Skyrim and like you know we were just kind of like not like touching each other not like that necessarily we weren't like all over each other but um there was like there wasn't like a distance between us we were sitting like literally like touching next to each other and like you know, I was playing this game, and I was sucking at it, I think it was Mario Kart or something, and this person, like, kind of was helping me, like, steer, you know how people, like, put their hands, like, over your hands, and they were trying to, like, help me, um, be more precise with things, so I wasn't, like, losing, and then, um, they kind of, like, took the game, like, from me, not, like, you know, but we were kind of, like, back and forth, like, nah, let me see it, like, hey, like, I got it, like, hey, you know, like, but we were kind of, like, in a flirty kind of way, I was just going with it and you know so there was that and then I think either the next day or two weeks later because I remember there was a picnic where we were hanging out and then like either the next day or week later um you know I was with the same group of friends that I was usually with till like 3 a.m and uh I was, you know, hanging out, and 
you know, I liked, I liked this person. It was like a little crush. I wasn't like going to try to date them or anything. They didn't even live there. They were like visiting and I was like, okay, they're kind of cute and like friendly and we have a lot in common and this is fun. And like, I, I want to, you know, hang out and take them around town and stuff. And like, you know, I was enjoying hanging out with them and spending time together and I was kind of like into them, but you know, um, I guess one of my friends kind of noticed and, uh, you know, um, I guess it was something innocent that happened. I think we were at like, um, some type of a ceremony where somebody was getting like an award or like a higher position or something. And we were at a ceremony and there was a little reception afterwards. And so it was like for somebody from church and we were, um, a lot of us were there and supporting and, were um eating at this little reception after there was like a little food and like these round like tables you know where you sit with the like foldable chairs around it and so uh, me and my regular group of like 3 a.m friends were hanging out um and uh yeah we were hanging out and one of them uh one of them kind of you know I saw I saw this person that I was you know flirty with for the past couple weeks um and you know we were kind of interacting a little bit like I was sitting at the table next to my regular friends and then you know that person came over to our table what was like standing there and I can't remember what I was saying but like it wasn't anything like it wasn't anything like deep or anything I think I was just like yeah let me know if you want to like play video games later or something it was nothing like that could have been taken weird but like you know, my friend that was, like, next to me, one of the church friends was, like, hey, like, kind of, like, when the other person left, though, just kind of, like, kind of, like, in a kind of way, like, I see what you're doing, and I was kind of, like, what, you know, like, I was a little, like, irritated, I was, like, what, like, kind of just, like, kind of, like, in a tone, like, get out of my business kind of thing, because I wasn't even doing anything, I was just, like, talking, but it's stuff like that, it's, like, if I had, like, an interest in somebody, I couldn't even, like, openly talk to my friends about it, because that was just, like, a weird thing that they were just, like, weird about talking about, um, and we weren't, like, able to be, like, open, I wasn't able to be, like, hey, like, this person is here, and I'm glad they're in town, and I'm really, like, into them, and, like, you know, I like hanging out, or whatever, and just, like, even just sharing that would be, like, too much to share you know and then there would be the risk of like them sharing that information with too many other people or telling that person or whatever like it was kind of just like that so like that was the other extreme that I had experienced was just kind of like not really being able to trust the religious environments even though nobody was really drinking nobody was really partying nobody was really like doing anything um, other than usually sitting around and eating or we go like bowling or to the beach or stuff, just wholesome things like that. And then, you know, if we weren't doing that kind of stuff, um, 
we kind of weren't really doing anything unless it was church or practice for something for church or volunteering through something that the church set up and then otherwise you know the other extreme is you know the friends that you know currently or more currently I was mostly just going out bars and clubs um drinking and stuff um and that's another not like extreme like it's not like everybody's on drugs or whatever but I mean like it's not an extreme but it's an extreme compared to like the church style of doing things and so now that I've kind of moved like a distance from you know um the the close friends that I prefer being around that aren't the um the church uh traditions uh you know i prefer you know that 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 group is more open-minded but also i notice now that when we hang out you know we're not just hanging out to drink because it's like well we need to actually catch up because we don't really talk all the time and i'm not seeing them almost every week or every other week i'm seeing that or during the week or whatever i'm only seeing them like once a month or so and so yeah um that's kind of one uh, one type of experience that i'm that i'm having when it comes to like alcohol is that i'd rather just phase it out altogether but because you know when i'm in san diego a lot of my friends do drink um it is a little hard for me to be like not feeling like nobody pressures me about it but it's kind of one of those things where it's like I don't know like I'll get a drink but you know like the last time when I hung out with some friends at like uh, a lesbian bar and like it was like a Wednesday night and I didn't drink because I was like well I'm working the next day so I didn't get a drink and I didn't want to anyways but I mean I just didn't get one um and that was kind of like easier to not get one because it was like well you know I'm working in the morning so or like it's a weekday so I don't really want to drink or like something like well no it wasn't I wasn't working in the morning actually no I was I was I was working yeah I was working in the morning I was working 8 till 11 and so I was like well I don't want to drink because I'm working um and I sleep early and alcohol affects my sleep patterns I mean that's honestly why I don't want to drink is because I don't like the way I feel after even though if I'm not drinking a lot like if it's just like one drink or something I don't mind the way I feel during it's just it does impact my sleep and I was already having trouble sleeping that week but anyways um other than that other than like the complete sober you know church upbringing experiences through religion and the you know alcohol you know experiences at bars and clubs and just partying all the time um you know I do find it you know um that you know I trust certain people with you know my experiences talking to them about my experiences with like um usually it's either psilocybin or cannabis one or the other type of products but there are multiple types of products that I like within those categories I just um I mean I've shared them some on here so you can find my reviews on here or on 
uh, my Hempication YouTube channel, I mean, it, it, or on Instagram, like, it's on there, even though a lot of it's not up to date, um, but I haven't really changed too much in what I like, um, or what, I, what my go-tos are, I do want to try, um, those diamonds, um, or crystals, or whatever they're called, um, just i want to try dabbing uh those crystals um those cannabis crystals or diamonds or whatever they're called um i just don't know where to find them um but so there's that and then um yeah i mean so the way that i kind of address trying to trust people with like you know, I guess, plant medicine practices, if that's what I want to call it, um, kind of noticing their, um, either if they have experience with it, or noticing their, um, like, they might not have experience with it, but they might be able to guide, um, guide like how I would know if I'm going to trust them or not um just kind of how they have their opinions about it or how if they learn about me doing certain stuff how they'll kind of uh talk with me about it and uh how we discuss it and um like how we're open about it or whatever um and sometimes they'll ask questions if they're not somebody who usually uses certain stuff or um but you know I never feel like judged by it or anything it's just kind of like they're just naturally curious because they know it's a part of my life and it's not a part of their life but I'm a part of their life and so therefore they're like okay let's talk about this um but they're never like don't do it or like um, I don't really care if people are, like, teasing me about stuff, but it's kind of, I don't like people assuming things all the time, like, I don't like people assuming that I'm always, like, (laughs) on something, (laughs) like, I don't know, I think, too, because, you know, my personality tends to be kind of chill, and, like, I do consume CBD on a pretty regular basis, as well as, you know, tea, such as yerba mate and those types of products, you know, uh, they're natural, but also they give me a little bit of a chill vibe, um, compared to people who are maybe, like, ultra-caffeinated with, like, coffee, it's a different vibe, um, and even just naturally without either of those two things or without even just with only having just one of them or none of them, um, I'm just naturally kind of, you know, kind of shy, kind of, I can be chatty, but I'm also very, like, introspective, and I don't really need to talk, like, sometimes when I'm interacting with people, it's like, I'm I'm literally there because I just want to hang out, and I don't really want to share anything, Uh, But that's usually when I'm, like, overwhelmed socially, and I've been socializing, like, almost too much, but I just want to be around people that I like to be around. Sometimes I'll have that experience where I'm, like, 
I don't really want to talk too much or just like, you know, just like kind of shoot the shit style of just like talking about whatever, you know, um, like if we're not really directly talking about something, people are just kind of like joking around and sometimes I might just sit there and listen, um, and, uh, yeah, I mean, it just kind of depends on my mood. Sometimes I'm really quiet, um, and just want to be to myself and work through things. And, and because of a lot, a lot of the hobbies I have that are like when I'm home and I'm just kind of like chilling at the house, if I'm not like out with friends or, um, at the gym or doing something outdoors, you know, if I'm home, I'm usually, you know, if I'm not watching videos or movies or listening to podcasts, I'm probably, um, doing something else like, uh, like reading or writing or something creative. And so usually those types of things, I don't need like my parents or like roommates or, you know, friends to be in the room with me, you know, when I'm doing those things, like, I usually like to have the space to myself, quiet space where people can't, like, overhear what I'm working on, or where I can concentrate and people aren't, like, talking to me, um, and just, like, or even just, like, in the background talking to themselves and just, like, you know, you know, my folks are kind of like that, they kind of, like, will either be on the phone or, like, talking to each other or, like, the TV's on and nobody's even watching it. They just want the noise in the house or or they're just, you know, narrating to themselves, like, oh, like, where did I put that pen? Like, where's my phone? And I'm just, like, trying to, like, be deep in something that I'm trying to write and it's, like, you know, I've got all this, like, running commentary in the background or somebody just, like, you know, sits down next to me and starts a conversation about, like, God only knows what, and then I'm, like, now I'm trapped here for an hour with my mother talking about her latest knitting knitting project or something, where I'm just, like, uh, like, I was literally, like, working on music or, like, you know, on my laptop or something, because the Wi-Fi is better over at that part of the house, or I was, like, writing something or you know, I wasn't really out of my space to be interrupted, but, um, that's kind of why I stay, like, in my own part of the house, where there's, like, uh, right now I kind of use my room, my brother's room, and my sister's room just as my own, because we're all, like, next, all of our rooms are next to each other, but I'm the only one home, and so I'm just kind of using, all other rooms for my own personal purposes um but I'm gonna have to clean stuff up before the holidays um but yeah I still got at least another two two months but um to be like a slob um but yeah like the the experiences I have with people who speak to about, um, you know, plant medicine type things, um, usually there's some people that I know I just don't talk to, 
about it, um, either the ones who kind of think that I'm, um, just solely, like, a recreational user, and just, like, a party, you know, like, um, I mean, for me, it's, like, I mean, I don't know if I even, like, explain this much, but, I mean, um, for me, even going to, like, a concert or a festival or something like that, there is, like, a spirituality aspect to the music and the setting and the environment and the, the light show and just, like, the connection there, like, at festivals, it's really nice, you know, like, um, I like how, you know, warm people can be and how inviting people can be and there's all types of people and the music brings together all these different types of people and sometimes people just start interacting and I think that's kind of fun, you know, when there's like people that you can like, you know, dance with or just like vibe to the music with and like nobody's getting in anybody's way but it's like friendly um one of the last times I was at a festival it was like I was melting and you know this wonderful person that was kind of like diagonal from me uh she had this like fan and she started to uh fan me with it and I was like oh that's so nice you know and like we were kind of talking a little bit and like you know I've had other you know experiences where people just come up and like approach about whatever you know it is that they want to talk about or whatever and like it's uh you know it's kind of nice I like meeting strangers in those types of environments um and then you know or just you know And I'll choose what I want to use in those settings based on the experience that I think I might be needing to have and what will get me there. And that's kind of all I really want to say about that. But, um, yeah, festivals, concerts, festivals more so than concerts, because sometimes concerts are like, um you might need to be a little more, you know, like, you know, you have, like, seating or, like, you know, um, it's not so, like, open air sometimes, like, so you're not, like, experiencing, like, nature as much sometimes, like, you're not experiencing, like, the weather, the moon, the sun, like, it's kind of like you're in, like, a stadium or, like, indoors or whatever, and sometimes I just prefer outdoors, um, for that reason, but it's a personal preference, um, but the weather can be a little, you know, like, I don't like carrying around sweaters and stuff, so sometimes it can kind of suck to be, like, you know, we live in a desert, but also coastal, and so it's, like, sometimes it'll be hot in the day and then cold at night, and you're just, like, I don't even know what to do with this, but, um, yeah, and I'm notorious for not carrying a sweater, and the the other sweat the last sweater that I had that I liked was um a thin type of sweater and um the first time I saw Rufus to Soul I dropped that sweater. I either didn't bring it out of the bathroom or I dropped it somewhere walking between the bathroom and the car. And then I realized once we were getting to the car that I didn't have my sweater and I looked behind me and didn't see it like in my immediate, like, sight, and so I basically just 
was like, uh, we're kind of trying to get out, you know, early because we were in L.A. Um, and we're trying to get back to San Diego. So we're like, the last thing we need is to get stuck in like an hour of like parking lot traffic and then drive another two and a half hours. You know, it was already late. It was already 11, I think. So um, we left at that time. And then, um, but yeah, um, and I'm pretty discreet about things. I don't tend to carry stuff on me much. Like, I'll carry stuff that I can share. I call them shareables. Uh, I'll carry shareables with me. Like, stuff that's individually packaged. Um, that's not opened yet. Um, but I'll tell people I have it. But otherwise, I, I don't offer unless they ask. And then, um, I, um, uh, I think, uh, it's kind of a lot to try to talk about, um, Yeah, I think most of my close friends kind of get me on that, even if they're not, like, fully, like, into it at all. Like, I don't think it bothers anybody. I don't think anybody that I know is, like, look, like, you're going too hard on this or whatever. Um, and other than, other than once, you know, I haven't really had, like, a bad public trip. Um, I had one bad trip. Uh, during Pride um, quite a few years back probably in like 2018 or so and uh, it was just a combo of things honestly Um, it was like I don't know like I had a lot going on like and just the combination of of just like the event itself so I think the night before I had been out drinking soju I don't remember that specifically, but I think I went out for sake and soju the night before. Mm, but I cannot actually recall. But I think I went out for sake and soju because I told the ambulance driver that I went out for that. I, I mentioned something like they were like, what kind of drugs are you on? You know, and I was like, you know, they're like, did you take anything else? And I was like, soju, you know, and they're like, what's, what's soju? And like, what kind of drug? And I'm like, it's not a drug, you know? Um, I mean, it's like Korean liquor. Um, um, but I basically, um, I don't, I'm not going to retell the whole story. I've probably told it before, but basically, um, I think what led to the bad trip, other than, you know, being dehydrated from the sun, having about a third of a four loco, having a lot of caffeine, having, you know, uh, not as much food in my system, and then having way too much of an edible, probably 25 milligrams, the one I didn't even, like, remember that I took it. 
and then I started like hard tripping off of that um but um because I wasn't even putting two and two together because you know when your mind is like that you're just like what is going on like I really thought it was the alcohol and so yeah I'm not going to go into the whole story of it but basically what happened before that which is something I don't really share too often um there was kind of a bit of a backstory before the uh you know ingesting of multiple substances so basically you know I'd been kind of uh I don't know if it was dating I was kind of like casually I don't know what you call it I was hooking up with this lady that um was a friend also no we became friends but we got along really good um I liked her you know I was I was into her like I wasn't like I was into her in a a weird kind of way I don't know how to explain but it's like she wasn't like physically my type like I liked the attention to detail that she paid to her own body and cleanliness and um style and things but um although I think she was a a beautiful attractive person she wasn't real it she didn't really like catch my eye like that if that makes sense like if somebody else asked me like is she pretty or is she like good looking or whatever I'd be like yeah she is but like she wasn't really my type if that makes sense um so I was not fully attracted to her in that way even though I found that she had a lot of attractive qualities if that made sense like just not my own my own nature wasn't just like naturally attracted to her um so that I think because of the fact of how we were together I think that kind of played a role in kind of how things didn't really work out because me and her were um you know uh pretty social with one another but we also you know there was also that whole like we're kind of just fooling around thing and so I think I took it too seriously when you know we were gonna hang out at pride um because I, I think, I, I can't remember if I told my friends, but I was like, yeah, I'm going to meet you guys. And I was in the parade and with that group. And then I was like, after the, I, I had planned that after the parade, I was going to go out with her. Like that night, I was going to meet back up with her that night. And we were going to party together. Um, and so I, you know... Uh, I went to the parade, I was in the parade, and the whole time near the parade, she was, like, texting me, and, like, like, where are you, like, you know, tell me, like, where you are, because I'm, like, you know, she was on, like, a certain street, like, looking for me, and I was, like, yeah, I'm at this float, and, like, we're turning this corner now, and, like, you know, like, you know, she was, like, by the bank or something, and she was, like, yeah, tell me when you're, like, near, and I'll, I'll try to come and say hi to you or whatever, and I didn't know what she meant, but she kind of came up, like, during the parade and gave me, like, a hug and a kiss, and I was like, okay, like, that's 
interesting in the middle of the pride parade like in front of other people I was kind of like a little shocked but also like cool with it you know and so that happened and then I was thinking you know so we had been planning for like at least a week or two that we were going to meet up after pride and so well after the after the parade but I was like I'm going to meet up with my friends first we're probably going to grab lunch and then I'll find you after that and so I was like, yeah, I'm going to go to Chipotle and then meet at my other friend's house. And then I was waiting for my friends to all arrive at that friend's house. And, you know, this lady, you know, I kept like, I wasn't like keeping on texting her, but like, just kind of like, all right, just letting you know I'm at my friend's place. And like, we just got here or whatever. And like, um, we, you know um as the night started going on like I called her a couple times she wasn't responding her phone wasn't even like on it didn't even go to like voicemail um and then or she had blocked me or put it on do not disturb or something um and I mean this was a while back so I don't really remember too much but like that happened and then we kind of like she never really was connecting back to me I couldn't get in touch with her so I was like well I guess I'm just gonna wait at my friend's house with all my friends and we're just gonna party and then I'll go out to the festival at night um when there's like the concert um and so that was plan b I guess and I was pretty sad that I wasn't gonna like have this whole date with this lady and stuff and like I, I wanted to meet her friends and like hang out and like party with them and stuff and then you know um I can't remember if she canceled or if she just like didn't respond but that was kind of what led me to be like fuck it and then I just like downed like part of a four loco with some friends and then you know topped it off with an edible and then I was like well this is my night now you know and then all that you know I, I wasn't really like tending to my emotions about it I was kind of like whatever fuck it like you know I kind of wanted to be like whatever fuck it but then I kind of actually was like into her in a certain way because we were like pretty together for like I don't know how long but it was uh pretty hot and heavy for some weeks like consecutively like because it was so convenient we could see each other like all the time and the people I was living with at the time I could actually have guests and stuff and so like it was a lot easier we would see each other we probably saw each other like most day more uh so if there's seven days in the week we probably saw each other at least four times a week for like three or four weeks straight um and so and that was after we were just like doing the very 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 casual dating like it turned into that and then pride was like pretty much the end of that um but I had expected okay we're gonna this is gonna bump up to a new level um but she kind of knew how I felt about her too and I'd like talked about her with her and stuff and so in a way it's kind of like okay like we both knew that we weren't like permanently going to be doing this or long term and so I don't know what I was expecting but I guess I wasn't expecting it to end like that and then so I was kind of upset about it but I didn't really get upset about it till um the next 
time, which was way after Pride, so it was like, you know, the Sunday after I was like recovering from that whole experience, and then I think, I can't remember if I had like a couple days off or something, because usually I would take like Pride week off or whatever, um, or even days after Pride, so I think I had some other days off where she was off too, and we were going to meet, and um, I was excited to see her because I was like, well, I didn't really get to see her much during Pride, but that next time I was pretty excited to, like, see her because I was like, okay, at least we can, like, catch up and, like, because I, you know, I've been hanging out with her for, like, God knows how long by that point, like, probably at least, like, three, four months, like, it was, like, a while, um, and then we kind of, uh, you know, got, um, you know, we made plans where, you know, we were gonna, I can't remember what we were gonna do, but, like, I was, like, I'll be up and ready by 11, this was probably, like, a weekday or whatever, I'll be up and ready by 11, um, and, um, I guess, so before that, she had explained to me that at Pride, the reason why we couldn't um, hang out was because we, um, like, why it didn't work out or line up was because, you know, she went out with her friends and they got, like, plastered, and then she just wasn't functional, and, and so she didn't tell me that or anything until, like, after Pride, after she had ghosted me, after the whole thing, after I had even recovered on the Sunday after, um, she told me this after, and so this next encounter was like when I was like around 11 a.m. We're going to meet and stuff and like we were going to go do something completely different. Um, maybe go to dinner, maybe go hiking. I don't know. It was something we had planned together, picnic or something. And then we were talking about it before and then we arranged the plans when she was going to tell me where we were going to actually meet. So I remember getting up, you know, going on a walk. Um, uh, we got up. Um, I mean, I got up and she wasn't at my house. Like, I got up alone by myself in my own house and she was in her own house. So I got up and went, you know, um, on a walk, like kind of down the street to the park and, you know, I was like, I'm just going to get a little bit of exercise and warm up. We must have been doing something a little active. And I had like breakfast at the at that park and was just kind of, it was like a brunch, but like late, like around 11. And I was like waiting to hear from her because um, I, I know that where we were going to go, I would have been closer than she was. And so I was like just out of the house ready to leave. And I was like, well, she's taking a while, so let me go eat something because I'm freaking hungry. And so I went to the park with some food and was eating. 11 o'clock comes and goes. Um, 12 o'clock comes and goes. By 12.30, I'm like, screw this. I'm just going to go work out on my own. And I go work out. Um, there's a gym that wasn't that far. Like, all these places, like the park and the gym were like just a couple lights from each other from where I lived then and so um 
I want to say she was gonna, we were gonna meet at the lake near me, but yeah, I was like, fuck it, I'm just gonna go to the gym by myself, and probably by, like, almost two o'clock, I realized, okay, like, we're just not gonna do anything, so I just kind of stopped checking, maybe it wasn't two, maybe it was, like, one, but it was, like, a couple hours after we were supposed to meet, um, where I was like, what the fuck, you know, like, where is she, um, and this was, like, the second time she had kind of pulled, like, a weird thing, and, you know, I don't know if it was the next day or what, um, but she was like, oh, sorry, I couldn't see you, like, I was sick, um, and, like, she did have, like, health problems where she would get, like, really sick for, whatever the, I'm not gonna say what, but there was a specific reason why she would get, like, pretty sick, and it wasn't, like, every day, but it was something that did kind of interfere with plans, um, and it was, like, a real thing, and I was, like, okay, like, you know, I, what am I gonna, like, get mad that she was, like, too sick to, like, text me, you know, so I'm not gonna be a jerk about it, um, and so I realized, um, I realized that, you know, okay, she was sick, like, and she says she's sorry, I'm like, okay, it's cool, you know, like, we'll hang some other time, so then the next time I saw her, which was the last time, now this was, like, all, like, within a few days of Pride, so, uh, Pride, that parade was on the Saturday, the, I want to say it was on, like, a Monday when I was supposed to meet her, because Sunday we didn't talk. Sunday she told me she was hungover and too drunk the day before to kind of interact. And so I got that. I was kind of like, okay, that sucks because we actually had plans. But, like, you know, she just blew them off. And then um, I think I did tell her how I felt about it. But I really don't remember. I wasn't, like, too assertive or, like, rude about it. I was just kind of like, you know, like you could have just told me you don't want to hang out, you know, like, you know, because, like, you know, I could have started my partying earlier, you know, just kind of, like, you could have just told me, like, it wasn't really, like, a big deal, I was already out with my friends, it's not like I was sitting home waiting, uh, and then this other time, too, like, I wasn't necessarily sitting home waiting, um, but I made, like, the active effort to just like get up because I was like off that day so I didn't want to just sit around the house so I got up got out um did my own thing and you know she told me she was sick and so I was like okay like she didn't tell me that day though I think she told me like the next day and then I think the day so that was like Monday so then I think uh Tuesday I could be wrong about these days. Tuesday, she was like, if you're still off, let's hang out on your last day off on, like, Wednesday or whatever. And I'm like, cool. Uh, Name the time and place. Let me know when you're on your way, you know, and I'll head out accordingly, you know. And so we actually, like, confirmed that we're on our way to wherever the heck we were meeting at. And she starts, like, telling me about, you know, how pride went for her, how she was hungover sat how she was drunk on saturday hungover sunday um and how monday her and her friends went out of town i think they said they went to palm springs or something 
um, just all of a sudden, either Palm Springs or Vegas or something, her friends invited her, because we had, like, the same, like, half week or week off or something, I think we purposely took the days off together or something, like, Wednesday to Wednesday or something, I can't remember, this was, like, years ago, but I think that's what we did, because we were like, well, let's hang out, because we both already always would take days off during Pride, and so we took days off the Wednesday thursday friday before the pride weekend and then the monday tuesday wednesday after i think that's what we did and so that wednesday you know i meet her in person finally you know from all the saturday missing and sunday missing uh, saturday missing and monday missing wednesday we finally meet up um and i'm just kind of like are you okay like what's up you know like (laughs) you know, you kind of, like, blew me off, like, twice now, and, like, I get it that you were sick, and I hope you're okay, but also, it's kind of, like, it is kind of getting to me, like, I'm not really, like, cool with it, but I, I was nice trying to express myself, and I don't really remember exactly what I said, but somewhere along the lines of that it was bothering me, and that, um, you know, um, that, you know, she wasn't really being honest. Um, I don't think I told her that she wasn't really being honest. I think I caught that she wasn't really being honest, um, because she told me that on, um, Mon- that on, uh, Monday, her and her friends had decided to go to, I don't know if it was Palm Springs or Vegas, and then they just got back, Wednesday or something, Wednesday early morning or something, um, and that's how she could meet me, and I was just kind of like, okay, like, in my head, I'm like, didn't you say you were sick, you know what I mean, I'm like, taking a trip to Palm Springs or Vegas or whatever isn't sick, and I'm just kind of like, you could have just told me, you could have just said, hey, you know, my friends are still wanting to hang out from Pride and we still have these days off and we're going to take a trip instead of hanging out and let's postpone or cancel or whatever. Like, I don't know, to me, it's like you tell people. You don't just, like, have some other, like, excuse. And maybe she was sick, but, I mean, um, you know, to use that as an ex- as an excuse for just, like, wanting to cancel and change plans... I mean, I don't get offended if people want to cancel and change plans. Tell me. If you want to cancel and change plans, just tell me. And especially <clears throat> especially if I'm not already on the way, I'm usually not going to like even care, you know? It's like, I know plans fall through. I know that. Um, but if I'm not, like, like, maybe if I have to wake up, you know, or cancel other plans... Or leave one place early to go meet someone at another place. And then I get there and then they're not there or they're not coming. And then they never communicate that. Um, then that can be a little bit annoying. But otherwise it's like... Um, you know, I... Um, you know, that was kind of a a weird, messy pride for me, 
but um really what what led to the uh intensified experience was just kind of some problem with some some women trouble kind of situation and so you know I just kind of left it at that but um you know like that was the last time we actually saw each other was the time when we um like that Wednesday um when she mentioned that she had taken that trip um out of town um and then she didn't even like backtrack and say oh I was I wasn't sick or like whatever I was like at that point I was like I don't even know what what you are doing like like were you actually drunk too drunk with your friends during pride were you actually hung over the next day did you actually go to out of town were you sick like I don't know which of it was true or not um so at that point I didn't really trust her too much anyways and like even when I was trying to like tell her kind of like um kind of like how I felt about the situation that like it's you know if you need to cancel you can just cancel like it's not a big deal for me like I'm used to people canceling I I'm used to people being very flaky not everybody but I know quite a few people that are flaky and you just get to know their patterns that like until this person confirms that they're on the way I'm not gonna leave at the time that I said I was gonna leave yesterday you know um because they're kind of hit or miss um like I have friends that are like that that are kind of like they'll say the night before okay we're gonna be here at noon the next day and then I'm like okay let me know when you're on your way and then they never really text and then they're like it'll be five or six p.m you know and then they're like oh uh we left and I'm like okay you know um or they'll just like leave or something and I'm like okay but you know they're kind of weird that they'll like invite me out and then they'll just kind of like go do something else you know and I'm like okay bye you know but it's like you know I know how it is like when some people drink they're just not really like focusing on you know what's actually going on but um yeah I'm I'm uh (sighs) like it's it's it can be kind of hard to to trust people in general um with certain stuff related to like you know plant medicine related things like i think you know i share that with a select few people and then otherwise it's mostly just like drinking and you know i really only had uh one uh, I wouldn't even call it a bad experience. Um, the experience with the lady was kind of a bad experience, but I always value the experiences that I have when I, um, have something in my system like that. Um, I find it to be a valuable experience on my end anyways. And, um, yeah, so, like, I do value it, but I also don't just, like, share about it with anybody, and then, um, like, 
some people that I've kind of, you know, like, yeah, it kind of did, you know, lead to like a bad trip. I don't think that if I didn't have that situation with that lady, I don't think it would have gone that way. I mean, like, yes, I did take a lot, but also, you know, combining all the circumstances too, but like, also like my head was more so on, you know, the situation with her and, uh, I was sitting there quietly at the, at the table at the picnic table after eating with some friends or hanging out with them or whatever. And like, I was sitting quietly at a picnic table outdoors when, you know, they're talking and I don't even remember the conversation, but I just remember where my head went. I was like, dude, like she's totally blowing me off, you know? And once I started noticing that, I was like, uh, like I started to kind of spiral from there, but you know, I don't really know. I mean, I, but I, I didn't really, um, I didn't really, um, remember that I had taken an edible and I, um, didn't even consider that, you know, the way I was feeling initially was because of the edible. I thought it was because of the alcohol and I thought it was, you know, just me being like really upset about this lady. And I was like, why do I feel this way? Like, I feel like, like I'm literally having, like, I'm going to have a panic attack. Like, I felt like I was going to have a panic attack. And I was like, am I really this upset about her? Like, I was like, I don't, I mean, like, yeah, we were having fun and like everything, but like, it wasn't like that extreme, I don't think. Like, I wasn't that hurt by it, I don't think. Like, I was hurt by it, but I wasn't, like, even hurt enough to be, like, crying about it or anything. But maybe, I mean, maybe I was, considering that, you know, I was already drinking because of that. And that was definitely, the drinking, the Four loco that was definitely related to that thing with her. I was just like fuck this it's time to party it's time to turn up like I'm I'm not waiting for her to like respond at this point like fuck this but I mean um and especially because I had just seen her you know when we were at the parade just like a couple hours before that so it's not like she forgot me and she was like messaging me all morning and then all of a sudden like we just just nothing from that point on and so um, yeah, I don't really know, like, maybe, um, who knows, honestly, who knows, like, I don't know what was going on in her mind, um, but, you know, like, I mean, she knew how I felt about it, and, um, I never really made plans with her after that. Uh, that was kind of like the last I saw of her. We just kind of fizzled after that. Um, I guess we couldn't really get past the whole, like, that if she didn't want to hang out sometimes, we didn't have to. Like, it wasn't, you know, a necessity that we see each other all the time. Because um, we were seeing a lot of each other. But, you know, that that happens. You know, sometimes you're just, like, really in 
in things with somebody and then other times you're just like not but also it's like you know I also knew that wasn't going to go on forever because we both were kind of um for our own reasons not trying to permanently be involved and so it was just like fun for now we were having fun we're having a blast um and things were going good until you know she was kind of just kind of creating things like that kind of situation um and the thing is too that it was kind of like three three times in a row like every other day so it was kind of like too too fast too much too soon kind of thing like I feel like if it was spaced out over like a couple months I probably would have not really cared but because you know what had happened on Saturday then what had happened on Monday and then Wednesday she's kind of like lying about something or telling the truth about something and had lied about something before and like you know it kind of did lead me to kind of bring it up because otherwise if she wouldn't if she would have just been like I was sick and just left it at that and not said that she went out of town with her friends and she she didn't ever say she wasn't sick she just said she went she didn't that she went out of town with her friends so that's why we couldn't hang out but the day that we were gonna hang out on that Monday she said um she said nothing she said nothing on Monday and then Tuesday she was like sorry I was sick on Monday so I just was you know in bed all day and sick and I couldn't like talk or anything and I was like oh I understand you know um because she had gotten sick before like I knew that she got sick it wasn't really like an like an issue on that but it was kind of disappointing sometimes like but the other time she had actually like canceled because she was ill so I was like okay like but there were some other times when she canceled where I was kind of like really like like I, I didn't ever tell her that I was like upset about it or anything but maybe she caught on and just realized that she could just say that she was sick and I would just forgive the whole thing but I don't really know um I don't really you know um really if people want to cancel they can freaking cancel like in all honesty I mean I might get upset over it it might upset me but um I wouldn't say that I don't get over people canceling um, and especially when they do it in a timely fashion, um, when it's not an inconvenience, when I didn't pay $50 parking, when I didn't pay 300 bucks worth of hotel fees, when I didn't drive three hours, you know, when it, you know, when it's not an inconvenience and I know in advance and I can avoid expenses and wasting time and wasting transportation time and gas and money or buying a ticket to something that nobody's gonna buy um stuff like that so usually my best way around the ticket thing is whoever's buying a ticket I'll just give them the money to give me a ticket too and so then it's like well at least I know you bought my ticket and your ticket so you know if if you end up not going you have both of the tickets <laughs> so usually that kind of works better for me where it's like okay you have your ticket I have my ticket we're good um otherwise it's like when everybody says hey everybody buy a ticket and then people don't buy it all on the same day or at the same time 
um yeah so yeah I um yeah that's kind of something you know just you know I've never really had like an experience like that where like I had some kind of like a um kind of like a disappointing experience socially with another person especially if I've been like I don't know dating hooking up with them whatever you want to call it like if we've been doing that um and then like some kind of an ego trip on top of it like I've never really had that um related to that type of situation but um maybe you can piece together what I'm trying to say with all this but um yeah that's kind of like my explanation of like trust when it comes to um plant plant medicine type things um you know I you know um and I should say too like in that situation that person who was who I mean, one of the people who I who I got the edible from uh they went and kind of like blabbed the whole situation to like other people who weren't even there and just started like telling everybody and I'm like bro like you really don't need to like be telling people this and I remember too like I was kind of out with like I was just kind of out with like you know that person some other friends um you know um and some co-workers came and then uh they started talking about that pride situation as well um I mean first of all that they were talking about pride and second of all that they were talking about you know some experience that I had and uh to this person where I was just like dude like what are you doing like how are you like you know you know like telling other people this stuff (laughs) you know so it was kind of like that like usually it's like when a situation like that happens where I'm like somebody's kind of got a big mouth I'm probably not going to be openly having those experiences around them. Now, I am aware that I probably, like, ruined everybody's night. Um, That's not the way the night was supposed to go. Um, I wasn't the only one having, like, a massive trip like somebody else was, too. So it was, like, a double trip night while everybody else was, like, drunk off their asses. And me and this other person were just kind of, like, having some trip and then the other person who gave us the edibles was like totally like mellowed out and like stoned off of them and so it was just not a good um you know setting for the most part as well as how I had experienced you know that situation during that day um but yeah that's kind of when I say like trust with those types of situations that's kind of usually what I mean is like yeah don't tell my co-workers <laughs> you know I don't tell all my co-workers that like 
if I'm into like cannabis products or something, like I might not talk to them about that. I might not talk to them about pride festivals or LGBT topics. I might not talk to them even about drinking alcohol. Like I don't really talk to them about certain stuff. And so um, I think pretty much all my friends understand that. But, you know, that person specifically um, just kind of didn't understand that I'm not really into the whole like share all aspects of my life with all people um and even though I know people thought it was funny and we do laugh about it it's kind of funny but at the same time it's like it's still something that you know I keep to myself I'm not trying to tell everybody like I have told I think all my close friends now know about that experience but because I did share it with them but um you know, I don't really have that many other um, experiences in public um, where other people were, like, witnessing how I was reacting or, like, and I was totally trying to, like, just keep my cool about stuff, but um, when I got paranoid, I was freaking the fuck out, like, I, you know, I thought I was having a panic attack, I thought people could hear my heartbeat, I thought, you know, I don't know what I thought, like, nothing I thought made any sense, and I really thought all this was because of the alcohol, and because of, um, and because of this lady, like, I was just like, dude, I'm so upset about her, which didn't even match because I, I wasn't that upset about her. Like, I was more annoyed with her. I wasn't, like, heartbroken. But I was just, like, a little bit, but not, like, totally. But I think I was trying to mask it in, like, substances as well. So who knows how I really felt because I was not feeling like I normally would have felt anyways. Like, I was dehydrated. I was not properly feeding myself. I was not... You know, I had been in the sun for far too long. I had been drinking the night before. I probably was drinking the day earlier, like, of. I can't remember, but I, that wouldn't have been out of the norm for me to, like, pregame before a pride parade. And then I had a four loco, and then I had a whole lot of inedible. I mean, I was, and I may have kept drinking from then on, too. I don't even remember. I feel like I had a michelada, but I can't remember. Um, I feel like I kept drinking, but I don't really know. Um, I did vomit. I remember that. I vomited a lot. I vomited all of my expensive Chipotle. I vomited all the alcohol and everything. And then that probably led to like a pretty bad trip too. And so (laughs) I was struggling, guys. I was in a struggle. Um, But yeah, like... I mean, nothing really was, like, happening necessarily Um, as far as, like, like feeling unsafe. Um, My friends came through, shout out, you know, they made sure I got home and everything. But um, (laughs) from from the hospital (laughs) lobby, they made sure I got home. Um, But, you know, I basically um you know I probably wouldn't have preferred to have certain people involved in that experience 
like there were some that I was like I was cool with them being involved and then there were other people where I was like I did not want these people in this part of my life <laughs> but I welcomed them into it because of what I was doing around them and that's why you know sometimes I just don't do certain stuff around certain people or if I am gonna do it it's very discreet um that's one thing I like about like edibles um is that they're pretty discreet nobody really knows what they are um it looks like candy you know even the psilocybin ones like you can get things that don't look like I mean I don't hate the chocolates but I mean they melt and so unless you're like having them at home in a place where they won't melt you know if you have it in your pocket and you're going into a festival or something like and I try not to really carry them with me or drive with them or anything I'll usually take them like where I'm gonna where I'm taking them at and then I don't like bring them with me in case they make me empty my pockets or something I'm not trying to get in any kind of weird trouble for carrying something that I either am not supposed to have or you know even if I have like a like cannabis edibles or like a a a vape pen it'll be like a disposable vape pen um so that you know if um if what am I trying to say it'll be disposable in case you know if security wants to take it from me then they can just chuck it and you know I'll not be upset about losing my whole like battery or something um so I'll carry disposables but um yeah I don't have too much more to say on that note but um with that thank you for listening